Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. You've tuned in for part two of volume 48 from May of 1993. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my Canadian co-host, Mike. What up, eh? And our Australian-American correspondent, John. Oh, fair dinkum, mate. (laughs) She's a crocky, she's a beaut. It is Australia. It is Australia Day today, actually. Well, I mean, obviously it's released like way after, but um, what is like, a, hold on? What does Australia Day mean? It's like the day they got their not independence from the Queen. Hmm. <laughs> so it was it was started? It's when the ship landed, or what? Uh, no, it's probably the. the I mean, they're I like. Was, I think it was celebrated when the first convict got off the boat. It marks the actually uh, it does it and got killed by a kangaroo. After mar- asking, what the fuck is that? He got immediately swarmed by a horde of spiders. Um, no, uh, yeah, actually, it's the anniversary of the 1788 arrival of the first fleet of British ships. So huh, there we yep. go. All right, I wonder what the so anniversary. I wonder what the kangaroo anniversary is. <laughs> Before they realize you did not fuck with the wildlife. Well, yeah, I have mean, have you seen that? Have you seen that video of the guy punching a kangaroo in the face? Yeah, yeah, that guy is super fucking lucky because the thing reared back. If it, if they kick, like they'll they'll box you with their hands, but like mm-hmm. if they oh, kick you, the they have like really long claws on their on their feet, and they will like on slice you in half. Like your oh, intestines really? would be like on the ground in like uh, less than a second. Well, I thought they'd like rest on their on their tails and then just like kicked you. Yeah, but like they're they're like sharp. No, it's I guess or whatever. I mean, like I, I think you've seen too many Looney Tunes, but just maybe. watch out for the feet because they will fuck you the hell up. But yeah, yeah, Australia actually fought a war against emus and lost. <laughs> so <laughs> what? Yeah, tell, look it up. There's okay, called, look me. it up. It's called the the, the, the llama emu, things. The emu war. Emus are kind of like a um, like an ostrich. Yeah, it's another oh, okay. flightless bird. Now, I'm not going to look it up. Tell me the story of the emu war. Tell well, no, me the like, emu Vietnam story. Basically, there were, like, swarms of these emus out in the Western Australia, <laughs> and, like, they they had, like, a bounty on them, but, like, still wasn't enough, so they called in the army, and they were, like, mowing them down with machine guns. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> Apparently that wasn't enough because the EVs like still made it back. Like the army couldn't take out this animal. Like it was just too <laughs> resilient. <laughs> so, That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Damn flightless bird. <laughs> so. Threw a grenade at it. Fucker got up again and tried to look me in the eye like I just. That's shot how. It that's how dangerous the wildlife in Australia is. You can take a machine gun to it and. <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's move on to our issued hands. We're picking it up at page 58 in the middle at the Game Boy section, and we have a preview here. So there is actual full-on coverage later, which is makes it a little awkward for The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. This is the first Game Boy game to feature uh, Link. And interestingly and, uh, enough, we get the first picture we see as Link fighting Shy Guys. They've made it into the uh, the Linkverse. <laughs> have you seen shy guys. Have you seen that what? like that? Look w- at the look. Yeah, that's like oh, the little like, shy guys. Andrew never sleeps, and he's fighting shy guys. Have yep, you seen that video sure. of like 
what is it link at or it's an internet image or something i forget exactly but like link at the mall and it, you see him outside a pottery barn like tensing i up. sent you that he's just <laughs> got that look on his oh. face like he's got oh my god <laughs> he's got the i'm the shit starter <laughs> wicked shit starter <laughs> nice so this is um i mean we'll get into the full coverage later but i mean if there's so much uh they've got going here that we may as well talk about the game now well we see mario mario uh picking shrooms because <laughs> i guess it's nintendo so he showed up and he's just like hey little green boy don't bother me i'm just getting some mushrooms i think that's Tarin. yeah Tarin, yeah myron's father mario so uh, have, you, like have you guys have you guys have you both you guys played this game fucking yes yeah it's, played it's it great. beat it loved it john yeah no yeah, I played a little of it. I wasn't as a little bit? resoundingly into it. As... Oh, I love this game. Mm. This, I mean, I think the music actually holds up really well for this game. It has a lot of original themes mm. that mm. sound very much like they belong in the Zelda universe, but um, they, they, it's not a uh, you know repeat, you know, kind of a little more, a, a little, little more like eight bit Game Boy kind of sounding. Yeah, just it has some really good original tunes that fit in really well with the overall feeling of uh, Zelda. So the whole plot of this game is that uh, Link's on a um, voyage of self-discovery <laughs> on a ship and uh, shipwrecks on an island. And I'm trying to figure out what the island is called. Uh, but anyways, he wakes up. And this girl has been taking care of him. Her name's Marin. And then the dad, yes, this is Mario. The dad's name is Taryn. So, um, so yeah, the whole... Um, let's see here. It says island is but a dream of the magical windfish who sleeps in the egg. So at the top of the mountain on this little island is a giant egg. The song of awakening is Link's only hope of escape, but is also his greatest fear. That'd make one so, hell of an omelet. It's really an interesting story. Like the concept is like he can't leave until this windfish like wakes up essentially, so he can't get back to Hyrule or any of his you know family or friends. But the fear is is that when he wakes this thing up, that the whole island and everyone on it will disappear. Hmm. So it's an interesting sort of ethical dilemma he has. About it's a bit that. of a conundrum. Kind of like yes. Final Fantasy X. Because they had that same thing where the guy turns out like, oh, well, if I save the world, well, then the, the things that are dreaming, I'm a dream. So the things will wake up and then I'll be like no more. <laughs> so yeah, Should I, be, bruh. as Ben was saying... Uh, this will be covered at a later point, so we don't don't want to get too into it. But the coverage here is pretty. It's like laying out what's going to be in the game, uh, mm -hmm. the weapons that we'll have. We'll have sword, shield, feather, boots, shovel, acorn, keys as usual, bomb, arrow, hookshot, magic powder, magic mushroom. There's a Yoshi doll and fins that are going to be added. You get a wand, which I think is unique to this game. Well, okay. No, you get wands in uh, Zelda. You have a flame Do rod. You? Yeah, you oh, have okay. a flame rod, I believe. <laughs> or an ice rod or something. Flame on! I'm playing so, yeah, Wind Waker. A little preview here, a little, little tease. They have uh, a, the first fishing game, mini game, in a Zelda game is in this. Oh. You can show, see a little uh, fishing mini game there. And you have a crane game. 
as well, which is kind of like, uh, was it Super Mario Land 2 did that? So they have a nice little image of the whole island here. You can see how giant the egg is in comparison to the rest of the island and sort of the overall layout. So anyways, uh, we'll get into full coverage when they, when they feature it. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the next game here for now. Zen Intergalactic Ninja for Game Boy. So yeah, we've covered Zen on the NES, but it's, it looks like it's the same story. Obviously not a port, though, because the game's different. But mm -hmm. um, Zen is cleaning up, like, inner descent, like, to clean up uh, the toxic filth on Earth. It's kind, of, <laughs> kind of a, like, if... To toxic kind of like, Ranger was busy. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like if Captain Planet went all, like, Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> So we get to so, see this hot lady saying my acid rain will beat down on Zen's defenses. <laughs> Sulfura. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's her name. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Do you guys watch um, that TV show um, Zorn? No. Mm, I've seen commercials for Is that, it. Isn't that the, uh, the villain from Power Rangers? This, this is Lord Zed. No. Lord Zed. This is a. Uh, Have you seen the Power the Rangers trailer? No. No. Uh, do it. It looks fucking great. No. It does. No. But, uh, anyways, it made me think of this because um, so the main character is kind of like a He Man type character played by uh, Jason Sudeikis, and he's, and, he's, and he's a cartoon, and the rest of the world is, is the real world. Hmm. And, um, anyways, I just remembered because he, he has like an ex girlfriend he tries to get back with. I forget her name, but uh, essentially she is like a walking nuclear power plant. Okay. And so, like every time, she, oh, she they keep telling like him like, oh, she's toxic for you. I know, I know, but we're working it out. Well, his like health continues to deteriorate, and by oh, the end, like, oh, he's like completely emaciated. And there's like <laughs> radioactive like goo like falling out of his skin. It's a metaphor. Yes. It is very literal metaphor. For the women will destroy your life. All right, mm -hmm. and then uh, let's see. We also Radiana. Have... That was her name, Radiana, because she's radioactive. <laughs> uh, all so right. yeah, they're going through the different levels here. You can play them in any order. You've got a smog area with the bad guy smogger. You have a dust area and the bad guy's garbage man. You have a final area um, and Lord Contaminus. Fight Lord Contaminus. So, looks like a interest. It's a platformer game, but all the levels are like uh, vertical climbing or falling, like tubes, basically. So, yeah, yeah. does not it doesn't look that great to be honest. I and, think it's uh, not very good. Yeah, and you know how you beat this game? You don't even attack Lord Contaminus. You just shatter the orb that your friend Jeremy is trapped in. <laughs> And then Ron Jeremy drops Jeremy. down and fucks him to death. <laughs> <laughs> he just clubs him with his car. <laughs> Lovely. All right. All right, Next kiddo, up. I'll, I'll just stun him. You get me the hot butter. I'll take care of the rest. Next up, Ring Rage. Ring Rage, which is a wrestling game-ish type thing. Yeah. yeah Taito like Wrestling. Schwarzenegger just... Taito oh, Wrestling Federation belt so it's like a uh, Taito's with all the, invented with all, 
More like, oh, not like I'm talking. Not like I'm <laughs> hey, let's all talk, talk over each other. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. My opinion's more important than yours. Blah, 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 blah. All right, Mike. Why don't you make fun of the image, Mike, because you can't wait to talk. More like tight ass with all these dudes on it, huh? Hey, that was worth waiting for. All right. So all right. this is clearly, they didn't get a real wrestling federation for this. Right. So they created their own uh, characters, but they're kind of like uh, ripoffs of real characters. Yeah, so you, you got, got like Iron Sheik and uh, obviously like, what would you say the main character is a ripoff of? Hulk Hogan, I guess? I don't know. Which which Spike, you mean? The Spike, I guess, is the main guy, like on the on the poster at least. Oh, the poster. No, Spike's on <laughs> um, the Mohawk guy. Shadam looks like a friggin' redneck. Yeah, Gunboat like, Rody is obviously a, a, a you know ro- Roddy Roddy Roddy, Pice. Roddy Piper ripoff. Yeah, Shadam is obviously Iron Sheik slash. The, um, though he looks like um, what's his name? Uh, Larry the Cable. Captain Lou Albano. No, who am I thinking of? The Eastbound and Down guy. Uh, or Kenny Powers. Yeah, Kenny Powers and the Iron Sheik had a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have Yasha, which just looks like Shredder yeah. without uh, a suit on. And, and they, apparently, they, with the mask. Apparently, Ric Flair's in the crowd because they're going, woo! Mm-hmm. Woo! The four, yeah. woo! Horsemen, woo! <laughs> All right, and then we've got yeah. K.O. Joe, uh, mm-hmm. which is, um, I guess, an O.J. Simpson character. Anyway, mm-hmm. so you battle your way. There's, like, different arenas. There's a chain arena. There's a regular wrestling rink, wrestling rink and iron. I don't even know what that is. It's like a cage match, I'm guessing. But that was chain. I different don't Different types of cages. Well, one's whatever. made out of chain link, and one's just bars. This just this looks fucking awful. Don't don't even bother. Would be what I would it say looks, about this. I know, but I like making fun of this thing. Yeah. All right. So I have to go back and talk about this the art at the beginning. So this is clearly the cover of the game, mm. and it's got like they took an artist from like a romance novel, like a Dan Steele <laughs> romance. Yeah, novel. Yeah, it's like Fabio, but as a wrestler. Yeah, Fabio is a wrestler, basically, um, and he's. Just flexing um, like Mr. Universe contest here, and all he's wearing is like a speedo. And you have uh, Gay or Guile standing behind him, <laughs> ready to go. Hmm. All right. Well, that was that game. There you go. Ring Rage. Looks like a really shitty game for Game Boy. And continue, Don't play it. continuing with shitty games, we have Great Greed. Which is some sort of video game from Namco. I thought this was going to be like a, a take on Wall Street. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. You what star the fuck is this Gordon is. Gecko in? <laughs> Make shitloads of money at the I, stock market. I honestly Pretty can't good. even tell what type of game this is. I'll, I'll kind of go on here a little bit while you guys, because I kind of want to try to figure out what this is. It, it is like a, a RPG, RPG with environmental and ethical themes is what it's classified as later in the issue. So yeah, it's, it's a shitty RPG on Game Boy. Shocking. <laughs> There's an enemy called Biohaz. Biohaz's power is in the human world. Jeez. I bet you this is pretty good, actually. The na- Oh my god, you can go to the nation of Chow Mein. <laughs> this is made by Namco. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't look it's fun a, to me. It's a term. It's a turn-based uh, RPG. It looks this, like a very simple. This looks like Pokemon. Yeah, like Pokemon-ish. Yeah, except 
Except if I want to play Pokemon, I'll just go play Pokemon. Well, in the, if it was 1993, you have to wait another two, three years. Mm. So suck it. Uh, all right. Long and hard. <laughs> all right. Counselor's Corner. <laughs> we got Let's Leaf talk about Erickson Thompson giving us some Prince of Persia quotes mm-hmm. or tips or whatever. And what do you have to say about Leaf? Uh, he's not looking at the camera. He's looking away. I think he's confused this for his big modeling break. He looks like a young Dan. He looks like someone that would say... <laughs> like our I, friend Dan. He looks like someone that would say, like, don't assume my gender identity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nowadays. Hmm. Yeah. Though Dan doesn't like, look that way, by the way. Let me, let me be clear. No, he doesn't. He's, it's his hair. Oh, so that's why I said young. Yeah. Hmm. So he's yeah, giving us some Prince of Persia tips. Uh, there's a skeleton. Uh, how do I pass skeleton level three? And how do I get by the mirror in level five? Anything else to say there? Nope. Equinox. We've got John Gower. John Grower, not a shower. John or. Goodman. <laughs> he looks kind of like... Uh, oh, who John am I Goodman. <laughs> he looks no. very familiar, but I'm having a hard time... Uh, S- Slimer. <laughs> yes. Very good. <laughs> anyway. It looks a bit like, um, uh, what's his name? That was in uh, Super, Super Bad? Oh, yeah, Jonah a bit Hill? of that. Yep. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yes, he looks like Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and like Rex Ryan had a baby. Was, oh my just... God, you gotta look at this next guy. Ultima Runes of Virtue for Game Boy. We have Ken, Ken Barger here. <laughs> He looks straight out of, like, a Ghostbusters script. Yeah. 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 He does look like an Egon. But with, like, a like a upturned collar. Like, he's the cool Egon or something. <laughs> Egon before Insert, he took his study seriously. Insert record scratch here. Before he was a Ghostbuster, he was... <laughs> a high school nerd. <laughs> You'll never be anything, dipwad. Yeah, they're 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 like grinding up the bottom of the nerd barrel on this one because we got Kwong Shock as the Mega Man uh, Five tips here. That sounds um, like something you get arrested for on the mainland. <laughs> Kwong Shock looks arrested. like looks like he just got a like a nine volt battery hooked up to his nutsack in his photo. <laughs> mm. That must be what he, what he that must be what the pink robot means. He says, "How do I beat the pink robot?" Well, first you lick a 9-volt battery and you stick it on your nutsack. <laughs> it's his eyebrows are really high up for the photo. It's kind of weird. I think that's what's throwing me off a bit. It's kind of just... I don't know. He looks shocked. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Next up, we have Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yeah! <laughs> mm. No mustache mm. Luigi. Starring, Great start. Starring Ron Jeremy. Great start, starring Roger, starring Bob Hoskins in his least favorite role of all time. What Guys, is, want anything to say about this movie? It's, what is the whole going, the what scenes, is going uh, on with everybody, this? Like, everybody was so drunk that uh, they crashed the car. Link was almost crashed the car and like broke Bob Hoskins' hand. You know what? Wow. I don't ever think I don't I don't like think I ended up seeing this. I like seen clips of this movie, but I've never like. Actually, sat through it. 
It's there's, really bad. There's dinosaurs in this? I don't remember. Yeah, that's Yoshi. Oh. Yeah, the whole thing is basically like, well, what if, like, you know, we evolved from apes, <laughs> but the, what if they're in a parallel universe, other people evolved from lizards? What would that place look like? And then there's what some, the fuck like, does that have to do with Mario? <laughs> there's some like portal or something that it takes you to the alternate dimension, and like uh, so Daisy, like who they are, who Ouija has a crush on, gets kidnapped by Bowser and his goons or something. Yeah, look at some so, of these pictures of Samantha Masses. I don't blame him because uh, yeah, yeah, damn, she's cute. So mm. they you know decide to plumb her up. They put on their, you know, pipe branches and stuff, and they jump through this portal, um, and they're in the lizard uh, land. Wow. Look at this so photo on page 76. Like, John Leguizamo is definitely doing Blue Steel while he's playing uh, Super Mario <laughs> World. <laughs> he puts on his thinking duck face. <laughs> But why yeah, male but models? Looks like it was. That looks so like posed. I mean, you can tell oh, that the lighting and everything is set up for this. He's not even like facing like the the television head on. He hasn't even started playing the, the fucking thing. We get to see it's the intro screen. Right, John. If you could just if you could just lean your your chin all the way over and look at the side of the television. Can you so pretend, it looks like you're playing? Can you pretend this would be you're great thinking? for the magazine? Can you pretend you're thinking? <laughs> Britannia Gaming hard. Now, now, Samantha, you're supportive. You're the supportive one. You, you just stand behind him and watch eagerly as he's playing the game. That's how it's supposed to be, yes? Well, we put the TV on, like, this food truck cart. <laughs> it is. Like, we had, I had one of those at work. It's funny. It's neat to see what the Goombas are like. Yeah, so uh, they have. So the idea is that um, a lot. there are, like, a lot of people dressed, you know, that look like people in the world, but mm. there's still some... Some folks that aren't as evolved, and like King Koopa has found a way to devolve people. So he has like these big Goombas, which are <laughs> big, like you know, grunts essentially, muscle that follow him around. And I forget what his like ultimate goal is. Was it to like devolve like everybody or take over the yeah. regular world or something? Yeah, he had the Devo gun, which could like devolve and. Devolve anybody he doesn't like, and I think he wants to like take over the world because, like, I don't know, like, I guess he's been harboring this million year grudge that, like, we all got knocked into this alternate dimension <laughs> and we apparently don't know how to make cars that run on electricity because everything's like filled with freaking gas and smog and pollution. And it's like they tra- <coughs> each one had a morality tale, each scriptwriter had a moral lesson <laughs> and a world, mm-hmm. and they're just like, we got to do Blade Runner. You do realize this is Mario, right? Well, how about worlds with mushrooms? How about like a decrepit world with fungus? How about like friggin' dinosaur? Like, okay, if you have the chance, read the Mario Brothers movie web comic, the <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Two web, the Super Mario Brothers Two movie, because it's written by one of the writers for this movie. Mm, but when you but when you see what one writer can do without a bunch of other writers getting in his way and being shitheads. You get to see one pure vision, and it's kind of fucking good. Hmm. Like, really good. Really good. So check out the Super Mario Brothers 2 movie I just feel comic. bad for all these photos. Like, it looks like they crammed Game Boys and Nintendos in, like, all the cast's hands and, like, took photos. Like, yeah. like hey, we have to promote that you're, like, playing Nintendo, like, while you're making this Mario movie. Like, ugh. Yep. 
Pretty much. Anyway, all right. Shove a Game Boy in their hand. Hey, who are, you? who are you? Oh, I'm just a guy on doing props. Do you know Nintendo? Huh? Here, put this in your hand. Let me snap a photo of you. It looked great in the in the in our coverage. <laughs> right. So you're looking at page 77. This is Yoshi. Right. This is I don't. Do they use the real name in the yeah. movie? I don't remember, Mike. Yeah. It says uh, the uh, the uh, the fully operational Yoshi. I believe they call him that in the movie. They don't use Yoshi for much in the movie. He like uh, Princess. Uh, Peach is just hanging out in like a jail cell the whole movie. Pretty sure she's Daisy. Yeah, it's Daisy in this. Daisy. All right, Daisy's hanging out in a dungeon <coughs> in Koopa's dungeon, and uh, Yoshi's just hanging out befriending her. That's about it. So, uh, speaking of Game Boys, uh, next we're into the Game Boy coverage. You mean Nintendo coverage? Oh, right. Sorry. That's <laughs> Nope, I'm not. Just drunk. All right. Uh, we have a new Kirby game. Kirby's Adventure. Yeah. The first uh, uh, Kirby NES game. So this mm. is the premiere of Pink Kirby right here. Yep. And I get to see Kirby demonstrate his terrifying, terrifying power of inhaling this poor sod. This might be one of the best... <laughs> NES games, like, really, overall, like, I mean, just the quality of this game is amazing. But mm -hmm. just so Holds up. so late in the uh, release calendar that everyone kind of... I, I guess, what, people played it on emulators and stuff later on? I don't mean... I, I've played this game. I def maybe, maybe just my friend that had a Nintendo, like, they picked up a copy because, you know, Kirby's awesome, but I don't know. This is a great game. So... Yeah. All right, what do we have to say about the coverage? What do we have to say about what this is telling us? Oh, I get to We've see his yeah, his powers, like sword, needle. He gets a mic power. Yay! <laughs> so he, we got some bonus games in he here. He blows hot air for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he sucks for three hours. <laughs> oh. It's Mike on a date. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's got some bonus games here you can get. I remember uh, this, like the, the quick draw. That's that was crazy. That was a lot of fun. Quick draw, which is like it looks like an old western where you're shooting. Is he shooting the punching boxing it's, glove or is he shooting? It's bullets? um, yeah, I think like there's bullets, but like the first one's a, a, a punching glove or something like that. Okay. There's an egg eating, game. yeah, an egg crane game, which is just like the the crane game at you know the local arcade, and then egg eating, where like the it's like uh, the crane game at your local arcade, the <laughs> crane game, and then King Didi at the egg eating game. It's like uh, he tosses egg up, eggs up in the air, and you have to get under them and catch them before they hit the uh, mm. wrestling mat. I've definitely played this game a fair bit because I remember all this. Like it's it's a really fun, well done game. Like nothing wrong mm. with this game at all. Yeah, looks um, beautiful. Got great play control, fun, um, and it's got a nice, um, easy ramp up in terms of challenge. It's not mm. like horribly difficult, you know. Yeah. To start off with, so it invites you in. I definitely so played a lot of, of this game as a kid without a player's guide or anything like that. So yeah. So <clears throat> they're just going over level coverage at this point. And what is the deal on page 83, this illustration at the top? You've got like a insect thing with like pincers. 
You got Kirby in the center, and then what the hell is the right of him? Uh, looks like a snowbro. Like a Pinocchio snowbro or something, though. Hmm. All right, so it's basically just going over uh, all the level coverage. What what would you describe the world to be like? Um, Vegetable Valley, Ice Cream Island, I mean, butter it's, building. It's like if you took Mario three mm-hmm. and made all the worlds like food themed. So it's, it's got very like whimsical. It's got like yeah, it's got the Mario three kind of look to it, mm-hmm. but um, just more of like a consistent theme. Do you see one of the bad guys is called Cracko? <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the that's the cloud thing, right? Does he suck things up through his nose? <laughs> Cracko, it's Cracko the clown. All right, so yeah. let's move on to the next NES game, The Incredible Crash Dummies. Boom! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check out. <laughs> wow! Wow! Mike has nothing to say. Game, huh? Mike's just done. Yeah. Why is Mike out? Mike has someone to text with, I'm guessing, would be my, my guess. No, I Mike. don't know. Nailed it in one. Hmm. Oh, I see. I see how it is. Pixar yeah, po- didn't po- happen. Podca- well, podcasting is great, but, you know, putting down the groundwork to get someone, to get some happy naked fun times, that trumps, <laughs> that trumps the, uh, the podcast. So. Why do, why do our listeners care about your happy naked fun times, Mike? What's they wouldn't accept John made sure to specify that that's the reason I'm not going to be talking about this incredibly boring looking, horribly. You outed game. yourself by saying that you're not going to talk about this game. <laughs> and I This knew. wonderful four level, eight stage adventure for the NES from LJN. Oh, God, kill me. Yeah, LJN. Let's just not. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot here. It's, it's different from the Game Boy game. The uh, let's see here, Spin and Slick are cruising in a f- new adventure. This time, the Crash Dummy duo take a break from the job to find Buddy's Daryl bumper and spare tire <laughs> before Junkman turns them into scrap metal. It features both one and two player alternating modes, and although there is nothing new about the way it plays, the game has a fun theme. Hmm. How would it why would it alternate between one and two players? That's stupid. It alternates <laughs> between one and two players, or like so it gives like, you the option for one or two players. It says alternating modes. Oh, is that? I think I know what that means. It's like it's like a Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Where like it's either one player all the way through, or like it's your turn, then you die, and then it's the other person's right, turn. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's not. It's not. Uh, I thought. I thought it was gonna be like one level. It was like one player, and the next level is two players. Mm. Hmm. Uh, it's a plat- side-scrolling platformer. Uh, it looks bad. It's from <laughs> LJN. Uh, the graphics are not very good. It's a late-stage NES game. Um, so that tells you something. Yeah, for really for awesome being this, this late in the NES cycle, like it looks pretty like awful. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a lot of repeated graphics all over the place. It's really sort of foamed in. Yeah. Um, You've got a, a sewer level, so they're obviously recycling uh, graphics from other games at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else we have here? What is the big top? That's supposed to be the circus? Yeah. It's just like black background with like orange pillars. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like supposed to be. It's got like spotlights shooting down at you. I don't know. Just none of this looks fun. <laughs> like you have a, the uh, fun house, a, which doesn't look fun. The warehouse, the wrecking yard, the ugh. pier, junkman's lair. All this is recycled graphics, just slapped together for a licensed game. Yeah, let's just not. All right, let's move on to Super Turrican. Rock me like a Turrican. <laughs> it looks like a Megatron ripoff. Yeah, it's like a Samurai yeah. Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rip out your optics up to front of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this. Rage Against the Machine. Huh. Is this huh. before the the band was formed? Were they in the uh, 80s or 90s? I know they were in the 90s. 90s. Late 90s. Were they... It was a term before the band was around. Yes. Uh, Formed in in 91, so before this. But, like, I mean, really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll find out if one of the the levels is killing in the name of. (laughs) There's probably a bomb track in here. (laughs) The planet Landerin has been taken over by the armies of the machine. The enslaved Landerins have sent out a distress signal. Turrican has answered the call. So this is what a... Is this a guy in a suit, or is this a robot? I'm just assuming robots... I'm just assuming Megatron is freelancing. (laughs) This is made by Seika Corp? (laughs) I hope that one guy on the bottom right of the first page is called Rildo. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the big fist later on. Yeah, you are. That oh, sounds yes. like oh, me. Yeah. That sounds like me at... when I come over to your place later. <laughs> and right next to the fist, shafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this game uh, does not look terribly good. It's a late stage NES game. Oh my goodness! Look how they pasted together the screenshots on uh, page ninety-three. Speaking of fists, you know who likes fisting? Jeez. Oh, who? Muppets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, I, this game looks fucking awful. It's it's like a jetpack jump around, like very bland yeah. shooter that you've played a hundred times before. And someone was like, "I can make a video game," and they gave I don't know whatever the fucking developer here a bunch of money to someone <laughs> that. Put out a very <laughs> shitty, shitty game. I don't know, just like this games like this make me, make me mad. Like I don't know, just lazy. Like, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck this game. Just fuck everything about it. I'm done. All right. So let's just talk about that. Like, I want to talk about the art though. Yeah, the art so is kind of cool. Yeah, this sort of heavy metal uh, iron fist with spikes on the bottom. We talked about on page ninety four. Mm-hmm. And you flip the page again. We've got more art. This time's more scenic. And you've got sort of floaty uh, drone-type things, which are interesting. Yeah. Because they have spikes on the bottom, and they have, like, weird sort of masks on top, like faces. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. It's going to haunt my dreams, though. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, What's up next? Let's go to the Players' Poll Contest. I'm going to point something out here. This we were just here. talking about Kenny Powers, and then we see this? No. This is probably the stupidest name product of all time. 
So it's called the Kawasaki TS Jet Ski. So what is it, like transsexual jet ski? <laughs> I don't know what's going going on. It's, it's great for guys or girls. But that girl just, I think she's tucking something in that black swimsuit. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Eh, the rest of her can pass good enough for me. Eh, there you go. It's a bonus. All right. Um, <laughs> Put the bone in bonus. Uh, so what's Make waves so you can splash and thrash on your own Kawasaki TS jet ski. Prize package includes a jet ski flotation vest, neoprene boots and gloves, Kawasaki Caribbean challenge from your, for your Super NES from Game Tech. So I remember this game, like at least at Blockbuster. I remember seeing this cover. I've never heard of this game. And I don't know anything about it, uh, but it is interesting that apparently it includes like Kawasaki bike and jet ski modes, so it's oh, like yeah. a bike racing and water, like jet, like what's that? What was Wave Race? Maybe a little bit combined with yep. a bike racing game would be my guess. I'll mm-hmm. look into it while you guys talk about whatever you want to talk about. Well, it looks like there's some uh, sexual assault going on on the page ninety nine. <laughs> this like. <laughs> Dude in a jet ski jacket is just like leaning over and grabbing this uh, the other lady in a jet ski jacket. Like you know, I met right this real on, estate like, the, guy the in the lower uh, hips there, and he told me and this she great looks technique. Totally freaked out. Oh really? Oh, just talk right let's over. Let's just me talk. Yeah, let's, let's let's not wait for someone to stop talking. Just like just oh, ignore what I'm saying. Just walk right over me. I didn't hear you. The fucking neck cut out. All I heard was silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your date with a deaf chick. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh, All I hear was like fucking silence. I'm just like, well, somebody's got to fill this. <laughs> <laughs> to turn off, turn off at least one of your nine phones. They're like all off. Like Mike on a date, <laughs> someone's got to fill it up. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, so this game looks awful, by the way. It's like a top down. Oh, oh my god! It looks god. look really bad. I just looked really? up. Yeah, it's really, 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 really bad looking. It's almost like. Like a license, like someone paid for a shitty licensed game to try to sell some of their mm. products. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. All right. No, so, skip this. It, like the plague. So yeah, you can get a you can get a team Kawasaki jacket um, from apparently either either uh, someone who's been assaulted by a sexual predator or someone who's who has been a sexual predator <laughs> and has worn the jacket so there you go yeah it looks like the uh, like uh, Christian Bale in American Psycho with his slick back hair and yeah it's totally creepy yeah, yeah watch looking at it yeah let's All right. let's get beyond this all right what do we top have top 20. 20 yeah yeah number 1 for Super NES Street Fighter 2 number 2 Super Mario Kart Number three, The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Number four, Star Fox. Number five, Mario Paint. Woo! Game Boy. We have Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins at, at the first place. Second place, Super Mario Land 1. Third place, Kirby's Dream Land. Fourth, Metroid 2. Fifth, Dr. Mario. For the NES, for first place, we have The Legend of Zelda. Woo! Hanging out there. Jeez, 56 <laughs> months on the charts. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. At, at uh, number two, Tecmo Super Bowl at number three, Mega Man 5 at number four, and Dr. Mario at number five. And then we have the now playing section. After this, they're kind of telling us about all the games that are out. There's a game called Kendo Rage, which Ken- looks like a Kendo- anime. Kendo Rage? Rage? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they give me a cock? 
<laughs> I've got this really hot girlfriend and I got nothing to do it with. <laughs> so it looks like a like an anime uh, action game. Looks interesting, actually. Well, let's see what do they say. Like, let's see what they said about Batman Returns and all that. Like we, uh, gra- Returns. graphics are top notch, musical score is good, but the variety in play uh, beyond street fighting and driving would have made this a better and deeper game. Uh, Lost Vikings, unique gameplay, sets pack park, but the graphics and animation are wonderful. Text is hilarious. Very inventive stages and enemies keep players wanting more and looking ahead. The game control, though the game control using three characters is a bit awkward, especially when you're trying to get used to the game. So they're just saying it takes a little bit of time to get used to it. Um, Shadowrun. Yeah. Fans of Shadowrun have got to cheer for this faithful video version of the FASA RPG. The f- action and adventure elements of this game take it beyond the realm of standard RPGs, a great story and depth of play. The cons. The graphic characters are a bit small and not very detailed. Scrolling through keywords during conversations becomes repetitious. The gameplay at the beginning is without clear goals, which can be frustrating. And then Kendo Rage. Man, these screenshots look good. Yeah, they look cool. Good play control in spite of slightly stiff animation. You can attack both straight up and straight down. The cinema scenes and introduction are tongue-in-cheek and funny. Skill level options for easy, normal, and hard. And negative, they say, not as much creativity was used in creating the action stages as the intro. The enemies, except for the bosses, are standard fare, and the stages don't reflect the sense of humor evident in the beginning. (coughs) And then football. Excellent play-by-play, digitized voice, good selection of plays, awkward mode 7 rotation during kicks and pass plays, indecipherable scoreboard. Lack of control on pass plays. Extremely awkward control of defense. No option to move defensive players before the snap. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> so this is uh, that's bad. It's good. Two, two pros and seven cons. And then we have a, a Blues, Blues Brothers game where they say there's Go good, good graphics and solid action play. Fairly good play control and enough variety and challenge to keep players coming back. This is odd because that movie came out in like the early 80s and they're making like a Super Nintendo game like yeah. a decade after the fact. Don't expect to hear the blues in the background. The music tends to be bouncy stuff uh, associated with standard action games. Ugh, you had one job, and yeah. you fucked it <laughs> up. One job. We have Tom and Jerry for the Super NES. They said good graphics and fairly sharp play control. Got this game off to a good start. But the game isn't very deep or challenging. And Football Fury, which is a, probably a tank football video game. Uh, easy to learn and play. Fewer defensive and defensive plays. In most other football games, defensive players near the ball uh, move at unrealistic speeds, and there's a terrible manual. As well as the Outlander racing game, the driving sequences are fairly realistic with good graphics, but the action sequences outside the game. Uh, oh, so this was this was supposed to be like a Mad Max game, and like they couldn't keep the license or something like that, if I remember mm-hmm. right. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that should tell you enough about how shitty it is. Um, and there's a lethal weapon game, which we're getting too old for that stuff. <laughs> they say, uh, good sound and fair challenge, but the hit detection seems to allow for your characters to take hits while he is unable to inflict damage on enemies. <laughs> the game never lives up to the excitement of the movie. <laughs> the Mel Gibson character keeps attacking Jewish characters. Watch out for packs of N-words roaming the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Kirby's Adventure, they say, great variety of stages, good play control, and fun action, uh, but the theme is younger than the challenge, 
and the regular size Kirby still seems small, and the tiny Kirby seems almost microscopic. Hmm. I didn't have, get that impression from looking at it, but we have two hockey games as well. Mike, you uh, want to cover what they're saying about those from the Great White North? Uh, hockey. This is one of the better sports titles for the yeah pro sport hockey. This is one of the better sports titles for the NES that has appeared recently. Well, the fact that any games are appearing for the NES recently is pretty friggin' sad. Lots of options, real NHL players, password feature championship, <coughs> plus two-player simultaneous play and fairly realistic action all combined to make pro sport hockey a winner. The negative, the training mode doesn't help you prepare for action on the ice because it's nearly impossible to score. Character flicker is bad when all the characters are in one area of the rink. Gee, you think they would have made a game like this for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Look at this hit then, the ice game, though. There's an there's an overworld roaming mode outside of the hockey game. That's incredible. Bizarre. Like, I it's thought weird. that screenshot was out of place, and then I actually went re- reading the thing. Apparently, no. It's a quest mode. Yeah. Huh. So the character is much smaller than the Super NES version, and uh, which is makes the game more realistic according to them the quest mode is one of the more unique approaches in a sports game but there's no true (laughs) hockey action with only three players per side and flicker is a problem with all the areas in one area with all the characters in one area alright and they talk about super turrican which says a true challenge for power players option settings include an increased number of lives and skill level the attack strategies are practically unlimited you don't have to blast aliens you can also stomp on them (laughs) <laughs> but they say some of the controller functions are too complex for the speed at which you must react. And then they have the incredible trash test dummies. They say good <laughs> graphics and play control, but the stages aren't as imaginative or funny as those in the Game Boy title, nor do they fit the theme as well. More like trash test dummies. That's what he said. That's better. <laughs> uh, Zen Intergalactic Ninja on the Game Boy. Excellent control and graphics. Uh, make Zen as playable as classic Ninja Gaiden from Tem- Tecmo. It's not as varied as the NES version, they say. And Great Greed, you can set up custom attack controls. You can save at any point and good scope and depth of the game. But some of the clues are not well-directed, resulting in needless wandering about the map. So if you have a walkthrough, that negative is negated. <clears throat> yep. And then uh, let's see what we have coming our way. Oh, so Hit the Ice is the probably only game type ever to be listed as RPG hockey. That's amazing. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh, did not average very well in the scores, getting yeah. a 3.0 and then 2.5s across the rest of the board. Yeah, nothing yeah, really stands out a ton. The Batman Returns, they, pup, they puffed up a little bit, but um, yeah. no high scores this month, really. Lost Vikings, they got uh, good scores there. Well, a couple of good scores. Kind of. 4.2, but there's a 2.8 in there as well, so... Mm-hmm. All right. And, yeah. Uh, final... What do we have coming our way for the Super Nintendo? Capcom sending us Final Fight 2. Uh, Alien 3 from Acclaim. As well as a Terminator 2 Judgment Day game. So a lot of movie licensed stuff coming up our way. And, of course, that's always terrible. Um... <laughs> I, Irem is making us a Rocky Rodent game, which looks pretty fucking awesome, actually. Uh, I don't remember this game at all. I don't think that came out. Uh, I'll look this, into it. When this guy talk. looks like a fucking meth head punk. I mean, look at him. He's got like yellow eyes, yeah. drooling, a friggin' flaming mohawk. 
If Rufio from Hook was a rodent. It was re- <laughs> it was released July 30 of 1993. So he's I'll on Rufio. Corrected. He's on Rufio's. On yeah. the cover, it looks like Trump is yelling at him. It's pretty epic. Trump. <laughs> pretty epic tr- cover here. So wrong, wrong, bigly, <laughs> huge, huge. Anyway, rodents, rodents, worst ever, scum, <laughs> shame. Hashtag shame. <laughs> so they have uh, BPS has a reputation for innovative games like Facebook 2000. Now Facebook 2000 G <laughs> called Obitus, <laughs> which was developed by Psygnosis of Lemmings fame. Obitus combines first-person RPG scenes with side-scrolling scenes. In five castle areas, your characters can move into the 3D view of the room to use items and fight. Outside the castles, the first-person view features good graphics and standard RPG play. I would never touch games that look like this on the Nintendo, and I don't think I'd touch games that look like this on the Super Nintendo. Oh, that looks awful. We have something called Run Saver. Which was fucking great. Because you get like this fucking geisha girl. A giant geisha girl who's like beckoning this hero to like... Well, I don't know what what she expects him to do since she's massive, but... You know... And then you have something called Troddlers. Which looks like a four-player... Toddlers? uh, Lemming (laughs) ripoff. From Seika. Uh, uh, it, it basically is toddlers because they're little people who walk endlessly in one direction. So yeah, it is toddlers. That's not how toddlers and, operate. And you have to keep them from killing themselves. <laughs> that part's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, toddlers, little suicide machines. <laughs> well, they also try to kill others too, so you gotta work on that. Well. <laughs> uh, Utopia from Jalico, which looks like a sim type game. And then they're looking at the Game Boy games. Speedy Gonzales! Woohoo! From uh, Sunsoft is coming up. Looks like a Sonic type clone. <laughs> then you have uh, Star Trek The Next Generation for a Game Boy. Ugh. A nice picture of Worf in there. Ugh. When did Sonic come out? Uh, Before this. The first one, I think 91. Mm. Oh, so this would be a Sonic ripoff. Yeah. yeah. Let's see, you know, he's a fast running rodent. Arriba, arriba! Andale, andale! Do you think Worf told the girls on the crew that he was ribbed for her pre- for, for her pleasure? <laughs> I'm ridged for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we have uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon uh, game coming down the pipe, and I, th- I actually I think most of us probably have tried that game out. It's pretty good. So, oh yeah. Ah, and there's more Pack Watch. We have a game called Plock coming our way. Um, Pac Man, which looks. Not like Pac-Man at all. It's like a side-scrolling adventure game. Pink Panther and the screenshot they show is... <laughs> veins. It looks like a bunch bizarre. of veins. Bizarre. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. That is not... That looks like an error in the print. Uh, game called Dracula. Mountain Sports. Sim Ant. Sports Illustrated Football slash Baseball. Oh, God. Which and sounds like an interesting combination. Then there's WF a... WF Royal Rumble yep. and GP1. Yeah, the Royal Rumble, I think I remember playing. It's pretty damn good, actually. So, hmm. all right. Uh, next issue. What do we have coming our way, Ben? We have uh, Battletoads Scrabaganza. Oh boy! Yeah. So we talk about <clears throat> the next uh, Battletoads game for Super Nintendo. Talk about Tasmania for Super Nintendo. Raging Fighter for Game Boy. They got a raging fighter. About, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
talk about hockey games for the NES. Yeah, so more hockey coverage, just what no one wanted. And then so that's uh, where the end of our coverage. Yeah. I, I I did want to um, take some time to read a little note from one of our fans that was sent a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, from Ivan. Yeah, he's one of our Patreon supporters, and uh, he he messaged us and said, "I'm listening to one of your most recent episodes, and would humbly and lovingly ask, what the fuck is wrong with you people?" <laughs> uh, so he he also listens to another podcast called uh, Two Dudes and an NES, and uh, he says he once heard the Beatles were love and the Stones were sex. In the same vein, Two Dudes and an NES is a family beach party while playing with power is quality time with a blow-up doll. <laughs> Each is rewarding in its own way. This guy gets us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says, in all seriousness, playing with power has a good balance of personalities that play well off each other. You may and do go off the rails sometimes, but I'm always happy when you do, even as I cringe a little. <laughs> we're on the rails ever? <laughs> I don't think we're ever on the rails. Uh, <laughs> it says, um, it's, it's, we, we offer to uh, uh, bring him on. He, d- he said, uh, I came for the NES talk. I'd stayed for the cum box discussion. <laughs> As for a guest spot, it sounds like fun, but I'd have a hard time explaining to my wife why I'm talking with a bunch of guys about Mario's sexual abuse of Bowser with her listening in from the couch. <laughs> she knew who she married. Yeah. Uh, so that one was pretty good. And then let's see here. I think we got another message from... Yeah, that was probably like the best the best um, <coughs> message we've gotten so far. Yeah, that was uh, great. In your inbox. Good job, Ivan. Yeah. So uh, that's all I had for uh, the episode. We're out of content here. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to add? I just wanted to remind. I uh, just wanted to let our people know that Brandon has returned from the cornfield and has and is now back in the land of the internet. So our listeners can expect the return of the taste test. The show was never canceled. It was just that Brandon got a job in the middle of bumfuck Ontario. <laughs> Wait, there's there's areas of Ontario that aren't <laughs> buttfuck Ontario? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, Ottawa and Toronto, and that's, yeah. about, and that's about it. Mm. And, and if anyone from Ontario like is going to complain about this pot, going to complain... Well, well, then you've just proved you're listening. So, I'll take I'll take the win where I can get it. Very good. All right, I'll go ahead and uh, take us on out of here. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to us and would like to reach out to us directly, please find us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com/slash/playingwithpowerpodcast. You can also reach out to Mike directly on Twitter if you'd like at getthepower88. Reach out uh, and touch Mike. <laughs> We also appreciate if you go on iTunes and leave us a review, uh, positive or negative. It helps with the exposure. Um, and then so we're all egomaniacs like our president, so just positive ones only. <laughs> you can also find additional episodes on our uh, website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. And if you'd like to support the show, please hit us up on patreon.com slash playingwithpower and throw us a few bucks. We'd appreciate it. Um, thanks for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Wow.
entertainment system.